get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back after 10 day hiatus. Coming off an awesome, awesome last episode. But uh, yes, welcome to the What Up Though Show. Yeah, we got uh, episode 18. We back with a new episode after, well, like 10 days, something like that. It was kind of spaced out, kind of crazy over the holidays. We had like. Time to like let the last episode marinate and time to like holidays and like get our shit back together. We'll probably get back recording on a regular basis, but got kind of sketchy for a couple weeks there. Yeah, and then shit. We just got so many fucking plays in such a short short amount of time. I mean you you, 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 me. <laughs> that <Right>. is funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish y'all could see the audible audible. I keep calling it audible. Audacity like after we you uh, program that we used to record, it has like the voice levels, and even though to me we sound the same, my voice levels be like very like mid range, and then Otis would be like high as fuck. And and the mic is always on his side. Like, what did we do? A, a we way to, closer to me. We're gonna have to do a, a, a picture like from here showing this way, just showing how right the, the voice levels. That shit look crazy. <laughs> like your shit is just like like a heartbeat, just like, it's like doo-doo. shit. Right, my like a nigga that's about to die. You're just like, right, any second, any minute it's gonna flatline. And your shit look like a nigga (laughs) just running on the treadmill. It's it's, it's crazy because I don't even realize that I'm I'm carrying that high. I don't know. It's interesting to me because it sounds like we using the same voice levels. But like I said, my shit like a nigga is about to flatline. Yo shit look like, like I'm, I'm going off crack and yo, shit. Yeah, your voice hooping and yeah, just, <laughs> just slam dunked and like <laughs> your shit look like Paul George after he broke his leg and shit. <laughs> oh my god! Like, like if you can see Paul George's voice inflection, it will be your it will be your your sound waves. You ever see the uh... and my shit is fucking Ben Stein. <laughs> Today class, what are we going to talk about? You ever see the, the polygraph test when somebody lied that bitch just started jumping around <laughs> That's what it and shit? Like. like just just now, <laughs> just now, and shit. I'm truthful as fuck. I owe this lying his ass off. Okay, yep. Yeah, that shit crazy. I do kind of actually though, man. I, I've been saying that week at well, not week after week. I ain't talking about it on the show, but I've been thinking about it for a few weeks. The idea of us look at how my shit just leveled off. The idea of us like rec- video recording. The podcast and posting it to YouTube. I think that'd actually be kind of dope. Yeah, I think it'd be dope. I, I would like us to get a, a, a less less shabby setup. <laughs> like right now, we look kind of raggedy if we did it, but like at the same time, who cares? Like I think that's the element of it, though. You have to catch it in the element. You yeah, catching all my fucking uh, table with all the ashes and random tools. Yeah, and, we got cups and liquor and cigars and, and ashes. And, and drill bits and <laughs> fucking... Iced coffee. Iced coffee. <laughs> Dude, so... I iced a, coffee container, I, not I was, a cup of iced coffee, the I, actual I, container. Fucking, uh, what's this, a half, half gallon? Yeah. Yeah, so I was at Kroger and... I'm glad you didn't say Kroger's. Kro- 
Dog, Myers, what? all that shit. Ain't no fucking ass on there, man. I was at Walmarts. Walmarts. <laughs> With the Foot Lockers. But I'm at Kroger today and... All the Foot Lockers? All the Foot Right, all the Foot Lockers. I'm at Kroger and I was picking up a couple things. I wanted to um, pick up some sausage and shit, and shit to grill right before the game. So I'm going to picking up shit. And they got this sale where... They got certain items. If you buy five of these items, no matter what it are, mix and match, you get a dollar off the actual price. So you're buying five items, and whatever the price is, you get a dollar off of each one. So you basically save five dollars. Yeah, it's kind of like if they're a dollar piece, it's like buy four get one free. Right, but you, a lot of times it's always like the same item or some crazy shit for whatever. Yeah. So I was like, cool. Because I saw it first when I saw charcoal, and I needed charcoal anyway. So I grabbed the charcoal. And Only like, you would need charcoal in the winter. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not winter time, but right, right. it kind of feels like winter today. It's, a little, dude, it's so cold in the D today. <laughs> dude, I, I grew all fucking year round, man. So I see the charcoal, I'm like, cool. So I grabbed the charcoal, and then I the coffee I drink had the same thing. So I'm like, cool, I got two out of five. Now, now it's like a search to buy shit. <laughs> Which, at that point, I don't think I'm saving because I'm really buying more shit. <laughs> you bought like tampons. Yeah, yeah so I go... <laughs> Dilators. Yeah, it was, it was, it was so random. So I, I got the two. So then it was the charcoal and the coffee. So then I'm like, fuck, now I need three more. So I ended up... Damn, what was the other one I bought? Oh, it was a, a pack of water. I was like... 20 water bottle waters <laughs> and so that was that was 399 between the 299 i'm like cool so i got that and now i forget the other one the fourth one but now i got one item i feel like it's like a uh uh some kind of hunt i'm going on in the store so i go past and i see the iced coffee and i'm like shit that might be good because dunkin donuts has a great iced coffee uh, so i was like maybe that'd be cool so i found this one it was like Three ninety nine, but two ninety nine. Right, this shit is actually awesome. But I think that shit gave me the bubble guts, man. Cause my fucking stomach has been on fucking. That's why I wouldn't get. That's just sketchy with me. Like yeah. my stomach mad sensitive now. Once you, I feel like once I turn thirty, like my body just took a turn for the worse. Like everything fucks me up. Like I can't uh, drink water. I can't. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't eat broccoli. Like I feel like everything fucked my stomach up, and I just look at that. Container or iced coffee, and I feel like that shit would tear my shit up. Yeah, I think it's because I, I everything I everything I ate today was just regular and shit. I had a couple of sausages, some chips, some hash browns, just regular shit. And man, my stomach been going through fucking nuts. I discovered that if I eat pretty much just protein, I'm good. Because I've had like mad stomach problems over the course of the past several months, and like I I just kind of like trying to get on a diet, lose some weight, all the weight that I gained post surgery. And, like, I've just been on, like, a, a low-carb, high-protein diet, and I've been straight. So, I feel like I just need to cut out carbs. Not cut out carbs. I don't feel like carbs will fuck my stomach up. But I feel like whatever I'm doing right now is working. So, I look at that iced coffee, and I'm just like, yeah, that's going to fuck my shit up. Man. It, yeah. Oh, another thing that fucked my stomach up is, well, spicy foods tend to fuck my stomach up. So, I, like, I used to love... Uh, well, I still love Popeye's chicken, but the spicy chicken always has the next morning, man, I'm sitting there like I want to hug a pillow and shit, <laughs> but um, I started, I'm a spicy food guy, nigga, Can't, ain't nobody seeing me on spicy food, I can eat the hottest of hot shit and be straight, not it, I don't have a problem eating it, it's just the exit that fucks me up, <laughs> oh man, it just yeah. killed me, so I, um, I, I got into sriracha, and yeah. I bought a bottle for the house, and I'm the only one in the house that, uh, that uses it. And every time, 
I use that shit rather than whatever the amount. Do you think it's hot? I like the spice of it. I don't know if it's necessarily really hot. It has a good flavor, though, to me. I like the flavor. Yeah, I, agree. I, I, like, I don't think it's really hot. Like, I, it's, like, I, I, I like it over uh, over Red Hot. Mm. I haven't used Red Hot since I've had it. Uh, and I've had it. So is a little sweeter. I kind of like... I still kind of like Red Hot just for the... Man, I, have you had it on? Have you had Red Hot on fried chicken? I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Sriracha on fried chicken. Dog, no, no, no. y'all see the look I just gave this nigga, dog. Dog, that look. Did you just ask if I put fries on chicken, dude? That look, I felt, I felt guilty. Like, and, and, and I, that's you how might I, as well ask if I ever drank water before. Like, like I felt guilty and said, "Y'all just don't understand the look he gave." I felt guilty, like I really fucked up. Like I almost wanted to apologize. Like, I'm sorry, dude. I, I didn't mean it. Uh, <laughs> but, but what I really meant to say was, "Hey, are you sriracha on fried chicken?" Yeah, I have, and it is fucking awesome. My brother's a chef, and he uh, he uses. I've had all kinds of shit that I wouldn't normally have because of him. Right. And he put me on sriracha a long time ago. And, like, yeah, I've had it on fried chicken. But, like, it's really, really, really good. But I think maybe I'm just kind of, like, accustomed to having Franks on shit. Like, because it's, like, if if you put sriracha and Franks in front of me and said, put one of these on your chicken, I'd probably choose Franks. Just kind of, like, I think it's just what I'm accustomed to at this point. And it's like the Ciroc is good you're, on it, you're, but you're, like you're trained, man. Yeah, I'm just trained to put Franks on shit. I like, have, I, like I don't even know like what catfish tastes like normally, like ooh. like fried catfish. Damn, Ciroc on catfish that would be good as hell. Yeah, like, like I had, I think I wanted, one of the first times I had it, it was at a uh, faux place. You first time I had it was on uh, fried chicken wings, actually. Oh, okay. Sriracha. Yeah, I had it at a or the faux place. Sriracha? Like, yeah, they had sriracha there for flow. So to put on what? In the in the noodles? Yeah, it was for flavor for the broth, man. It was <laughs> real good. So I, I think I think that's the first time I had it. Second time I had it was at this. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, hold on a sec. Where'd you get faux here, dude? It's a great faux place right on Joy and Telegraph called Faux Lucky. Awesome place. <sighs> So whenever you want to go, let me. Me know. and my girl were wondering because, like, I know that's kind of um, cross town for y'all, but eh, yeah, not really. Yeah, um, just cross town for her, not so much her, time. right? But um, yeah, we uh, when we went to Toronto, we got full for the first time, and it was like I never had it before. And her dad, like I said, she's from Canada. Her dad's bigger. It's, it's hot in Canada, and yeah, I hear a lot that of mad Asian people there. It's, it's hot in Canada, so. We went to like their. Uh, I, I think pho was like a Vietnamese food, I think. But uh, Vietnamese we to, like super. Yeah, I think it's a Vietnamese thing. But we went to their Chinatown in Toronto, and supposedly like that's where like the best, the best pho you can get is in their Chinatown. And we went to the best reviewed place there, and it was the truth. But like. But we both thought, like, are there any Vietnamese places around Detroit where we can get well, this shit? Chris, uh, Chris goes to this one, I guess, out where he works at, out in, like, Warren area. And it's called, I kid you not, it's called Thang Long. <laughs> <laughs> and he says that their foe is better than Foe Lucky. But Foe Lucky is pretty good. I, I've never well, you had You said this place is in Royal Oak? 
Which place? The place you said, Thang Long. Where's that? Uh, where's I, I want to say close to Warren. I oh, fuck that. Yeah. So you said your place is at what? Joy and Joy, uh, right before Telegraph. Oh, like where like the Burlington and all that shit is at? No, 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 no. It's actually on Joy, and it's on this side of Telegraph. Oh, okay. So it's like I mean, literally like four minutes away from me. Oh, like okay. right, right now, it's real small. Place man, it's uh, it's next to like it's next to, like this this Polish meat meat uh meat shop, and then it's right before the, it's right at the block before you get Polish to Polish meat shops. We have a crazy meat dude. They have so many sales. I just Are never been there in too? there. No, I just always see the sales on the um, outside when I park. Um, but they're pretty good. But so yeah, you got to go to one. And if you want to go, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'm going yeah. next weekend. Yeah, and I'll uh, if y'all <laughs> if y'all look for company, I'll go next weekend. <laughs> um, so that was the first time I. I believe I had sriracha. Second time I had it was at this uh, hot dog place in um, hot dog place. in in Ohio. I forget it's called Crazy Dogs. I don't know. I have to remember it. I'll just uh, post it on the site. But they have all these specialty uh, hot dogs. We can get random toppings. And the one I had had coleslaw and sriracha on it. Hmm. Uh, you know, it was like the perfect mix of hot and cold, right? And that shit was awesome. And so at that point, I thought I need to buy this shit. So that's how I got into the sriracha. Um, long story. My brother short. keeps my brother keeps a bottle of sriracha. He he loves it. I've, I've tried it. Uh, I haven't tried it. Someone was telling me how they put it, and when they uh, make tacos, they put it in their meat while they're cooking it. Oh, that sounds good. And that sounds really. I haven't tried it yet, but I want to. But. My household doesn't um, eat it, so it's really just me. <laughs> Why? Because it's too it hot for them, or they, they just don't, don't like taste. It. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, like my my, girl, my girl's nephew, who likes, who really likes hot sauce, doesn't like doesn't like sriracha because when he first tried it, he thinking it's hot sauce and the spice is a lot. You know, it's not as yeah yeah. And he didn't like it, so I'm, I'm the only one that you know does it. So. But yeah, so that was my story on sriracha. Um, yeah, when you approach it, you got to approach it for the flavor, not for the hot. Yeah, but he thought it was a lot spicier than the hot sauce because he, he couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it's hot. I just think it's like flavorful. But yeah, I'm, I'm Frank's. I'm still Frank's all day. But that's just like that's just like hood shit. Like you just used to using Frank's your whole life. Put it on chicken. Put it on some fried catfish. Man, that sounds good as hell on some catfish. Ooh, I might have to try that one. You do. No, no, no. I take it back. I have tried it on fish. Fuck. I did. And it was great. And I just thought about it because I, um, my son's birthday, we had fried, uh, fried fish. Actually, it wasn't catfish, though. It was walleye. Good as fuck, though. So, but yeah, so that's. Semi random question. (laughs) Um, are you going to, no, it's kind of serious. Is there going to be a point where, what are you going to call, your girl's son when y'all get married because um, you're not technically his father but no. if you're married to his girl you like no I think that's technically like what stepson stepsons are yeah that's yeah. technically what it is but I don't know um I I, I could you know I guess now I, I would consider him a, a, a son although it's it's really weird because like when we first when we first met you know he always called me mister I was gonna say, didn't I like? I thought so like he called you like Mister Otis or some yeah, shit. Yeah, he called me. Uh, no, he called Mister Witted. And oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, it was real formal, you, you know. Just and then, drop your last name on the internet like that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I should just yeah. Uh, we gonna edit that out. No, not really. No, we're not. Um, <laughs> but he uh, he called me, you know, Mister. And so when 
I started coming over a lot, then started staying over a lot. And I think actually knows when I actually moved in. And I was like, yeah, you could drop the the Mister. It's just you know, Otis is fine. <laughs> Michael's uh, friends call me Mike. Like, <laughs> it is man weird to have like a a six year old be like, hey, how you doing, Mike? Hi. It's like. <laughs> It's, it's weird, but I don't care. Like, I don't want to be like, call me Mr. Lacombe or something like that. Or uh, Now, nah, we both dropped our last name. Right. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to check him on it, but, like, I was like, yeah, whatever. I was like, what up, man? Oh. So, for the record now, and I hear a cricket, but we've made it so we don't, we hear less crickets. So, all you fucktards who've been criticizing us for crickets. And complaining about crickets. They're- not only do you now have to shut the fuck up. But we would appreciate to hear some like thanks for the some positive comments. Actually, yeah. you can go on iTunes and rate <laughs> us and and put on there that we heard less crickets in this last episode. Now so. we're getting into now you're getting good at promotions, right? Right? Like right? Because like <laughs> the like the legit big deal podcast, right, we always right. find a way to slide in a, a shout out to the advertisers. Yep. yep. So like yeah, you can <laughs> yeah put that in there. We we definitely appreciate that. So. Um, and we have to uh, acknowledge our uh, unofficial sponsor, Kessler the Whiskey. Which we're not even drinking tonight, but it's still right. a sponsor. It's still our sponsor. Unofficial sponsor. We're going to find their asses. Like, we go find you. Yeah. <laughs> and they, and they, they're going to sponsor our shit. Um, but, yeah, so. Man, it's been. Were you going to say something? Nah, go ahead. It's been so much shit that didn't happen. It was a crazy week. Since. Crazy. Since the last time we recorded, I don't even remember the the, the shit of last week. Like everything that I've been thinking about, been this past week that's been like so much, and most of it's been NFL shit. Yeah, most of what we got from last week was about my rants about dirty white folks. But like, I'm sure we talked about something else. But that's oh, all that, I can really that, that episode. Yeah, that's all I can really remember is like my rants. No, about that dirty episode. White you know, what, that episode was 88 percent you. And I laughed most of the fucking episode. Like, I was just in total, like, I had nothing. And I didn't need to add anything. It was just, it kind of, it, it was, you had a show on, on damn near your own for that one. That was yeah. fucking hilarious, though. And, and we prepared the topics ahead of time. Excuse me. Ahead of time. And I made a note to talk about uh, the white dudes that I've seen at work that don't wash their hands. But I definitely didn't make a note of rant about it for 40 minutes. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> I was just sitting here, man. I wish that, that shit went on a smooth. It's funny because I, I talked about it. I told somebody I was like, "Yeah, I think like the last half hour of the show, all I did was rant about like white, dirty ass white folks." And then when I like, I didn't listen to the whole episode, but like I started it like it was like an hour fifty three long. I started at like one fifteen, and the rant had already started. So yeah, it was like the last like forty five minutes it, of that shit was like it was like if you like could just off. if you it was like I could just if you was on a stage. And I was sitting in the audience in the first row just looking up like, this is going on. This is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit was wild as hell. But, I mean, hey, that, it probably helped because, like I say, that was definitely one of the most more more popular episodes that we have other than... Um, I, that's To me, that's the most popular episode. Like, right now... Like I think, well, it, well, no. Episode twelve still was almost at five thousand plays. Well, it has more. It has barely more plays, but that's over the course of six weeks. Right. But this episode, last week's episode, was nine days ago. Right. So, like we recorded. I mean, that. as far as speed and popularity, as far as the numbers they hit, faster, definitely by far. 
Yeah. It broke all our records, which yeah. I mean, we don't have many records, but it definitely right. it broke our own personal records. Our own personal records. So I was uh, and to put I it, please, yeah, to put it in perspective, episode twelve had the most. It still has the most. It's at uh, just over forty eight hundred plays. But that was episode twelve. This is eighteen, so that was six weeks ago. Forty eight hundred plays. Whereas last week's episode nine days ago has what like forty four thousand eighty seven. Yep. So yeah, it, it did the basically the same numbers in nine days that episode twelve did in six weeks. Now tell me this: Are you able to check uh, iTunes as far as plays on there? They don't do no. that. You can not to go on too deep into the logistics of how all this background shit works, but like you can set up uh, trackers, right? And you can submit your feed into a tracker. And then submit the tracker RSS feed into iTunes. So then you can keep track of what's happening in iTunes. But to do that now, it would start us over. Uh, so like we would lose, like we wouldn't be able to track nothing fuck previous. That, fuck that shit. Yeah, so we would lose any stats we had prior. So that's why we, I haven't bothered with it. Yeah, fuck that. Um, if I knew that like week one or two. Then I might have done it. I, well, I knew it before we started, but I didn't think it would make a difference to where we I mean, shit, you pretty much had to learn the process. Yeah, there was a lot of learning. Yeah, and I left that shit to you since I don't fuck with the iPhone shit anyway. So I was like, hey, man, whatever works. Whatever support I can lend you. But yeah. uh, I was pretty much on the outside waving like, yeah, good shit, though. Good shit. Yeah, um, the whole process is mad complicated. Well, it's supposed to be mad complicated. It, it worked out simply for us where I just signed up for the uh, SoundCloud podcasting uh it's not a portion. It's kind of like still kind of like in a beta, a beta, beta phase. phase. But uh, I signed us up for that, and then they gave us an RSS feed, which I submitted to iTunes. So it worked out well, like that. But the actual process behind it and all of the background shit to it is pretty complicated. Which is why most major podcasts have like engineers who handle all that shit, and the people who record the podcast. They just record it and leave, right? And then the engineer handles all the just this, this, all the background this, shit. Whereas we have the two man show and shit. Yeah, we have to handle the background shit, adding mics and recording and editing and all that right. shit. So I think it, you know, if if we had a budget, it would cut overhead <laughs> right. if that was the case. So, but so we had a little learning curve. Right now, we got it though. Like right now, we're pretty smooth. Like. I think we, we're running just like any other pod, any other successful podcast as far as the process of right. it. You know, but, you know. Now the process is down to, like, I've streamlined it to the point where um, I have to download the podcast on my computer and then upload it. And that takes time, but that's just, like, bandwidth, like, downloading and uploading time. But it's the actual process like, of, like, getting it online. When you have the files and just... Yeah, the actual process of like getting the podcast online the way we want it, I have it streamlined to where I can do it like pretty quick. Like if I had, if I could download and upload, I already do it fast, but if I could do it faster, I could get it up even quicker. But like I would say like from the time that I start downloading the podcast to the point where it's online for everybody to download it, Probably takes about thirty minutes. Oh, it ain't bad at all. Yeah, I mean, it's, but when we first started, it took like a couple hours. It was yeah. between like putting the with the music and adding the music and shit like that, and Fucking, yeah, it, 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 and changing the levels on the music to where that like, just shows I mean, that we start the music fade out. Right, when we start talking all that shit, like all that shit 
it, it, it probably took me a couple hours to do once we first started adding the intro music. But now I got it down to where, I, from start to finish, I can do it in about 30 minutes. And it just shows, once you've learned technology, I mean, it's just, it's just great good shit. From Audacity, from Audacity to Dropbox to... Yeah, he has to put the... Because we recorded on Otis' laptop, and but then I do all the editing the music and uploading it. So, but like from like Otis putting it to Dropbox and then it syncs to my Dropbox and then I download it, all that shit. It's pretty, pretty comprehensive, but it only takes like about 30 minutes for me. Like, so I can get it up pretty quick. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. I can get it up pretty quick. (sighs) So. Oh, so I know I want that. Well, before we go, well, I have to say before we go um, into topics. serious topics and lose all humor. So, a, maybe a week or so ago, I you know I I know I didn't create the hashtag on Twitter, but I definitely probably have had the more the most postings of the hashtag. Um. So, and I can't even say I coined fuckboy. But I know I've used. Definitely fuck, I, I definitely <laughs> didn't co- uh, coin fuckboy, but I definitely use fuckboy on Twitter a lot. And then I started using fuckboy Twitter because of fuckboys on Twitter. They are prevalent. Prevalent as a motherfucker. So I started a list on Twitter, and I, you know, people always start lists of stuff they just want to follow. All, you know, instead of you know looking at their regular timeline, I don't use lists at all, um, except for up, up until recent, but. I started using, I started adding, I made a list called Fuckboy Twitter, and I just started adding people that fit the description. Alright. And so, I swear I don't know why I haven't, well I haven't really talked to you uh, lately. So, I started it, and I started adding folks, and the people I've added is, well are, um, Ag Shay B. Okay. Uh, he's, he was one of the first people I added. Right. Then, I, then Floyd Mayweather, uh, then Tyrese, <laughs> then I had, most of these are celebs. It's only a couple of regular folks. Um, I added Paul George, which <laughs> we'll get into that because it chimes in prior to our, our topic about uh, Ray Rice. Then I added the the Tyreek Nasheed dude. Oh, I'm I'm interested to hear why you added him. That's not in our list of top. Well, not. It, in my list of topics to discuss, but I'm interested to why you add to reading the sheet. I don't really have a, a story about right? his, his his books are trash. Uh, <laughs> this whole how to be a, a pimp shit, uh, how to be a Mac, I guess that was it was. Um, I added Stephen A. Smith mm-hmm. just because one, I hate loud talkers. I hate people that have to talk loud to get the point across, and he, the way he communicates to me is just so. Preacher, like you get some of that. Oh, and I added your boy, uh, really on boy? your boy, really on Smash. Oh, that nigga. Oh. <laughs> and I just added him recently because he's just a fuck boy. So I did that. I even did a, uh, a blog posting about the shit, and I was oh, posting shit. a lot of their tweets and shit. You did a blog post, blog post about fuck boys or about really? Uh, fuck boy. Oh. Actually, he wasn't in my uh, my my list then. I think I just added him yesterday morning or some shit like that. Oh, and I added Roddy White. Um, what did Roddy White do? Well, so going to the, the topics that we had, um, one of the topics, um, since the NFL have had so many fuck-ups in the last week, 
Um, the most recent one was well, Adrian Peterson, who's um, basically indicted for child abuse. Now, I don't have I don't have kids. Um, only kid I've actually disciplined has been my nephew, and you know the people's you know ways of discipline you know vary. Some people are you know still uh, you know pro. Pro weapons, pro not, you know, uh, whatever they're 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 way of disciplining. And although uh, most of the people that grew up in my era were were fucking whooped like hell, the what from what I saw um, from Agent Peter's child, that definitely would 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 be abuse. I mean, he had fucking whips and bleeding and shit, like multiple multiple. Uh, <clears throat> Part. So I would think that's definitely abuse. I mean, he, he. I guess he said that he felt that he went too far, which I guess he, you know, he obviously did. No guessing about it. But Roddy White did some tweet about um, man, it's uh, him and his fucked up parent and a fucked up my fantasy league. I'm gonna lose. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, Ooh, like kill him. I don't get why these fucking stars don't understand the shit they say, man. Like, he didn't catch much flack other than that day, and I don't think. I mean, you ain't even heard about it, so yeah. you know, it, it kind of just kind of you know, one of the, um, one of the radar. But that's just stupid, man. Like, what? I mean, it's funny. I have I have AP on two teams, and I almost tweeted it, but I didn't. Someone's gonna take it out of context. Right, you know, so I was like, eh, it's not a big deal. I mean, I don't give a fuck. You know, I, you know, the issue of, of child abuse is definitely a lot higher than me losing on fantasy teams or whatever. But yeah, so that was the reason I added him. Uh, I added Paul George because he was tweeting. Oh, now, I know you, why you added Paul yeah, George? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because of him tweeting about you know Ray Rice and shit. Which Ray Rice is another thing. So TMZ released. Uh, had did a tweet saying that they had proof that the NFL had had the the video that got released of him of Ray Rice hitting his you know now wife in you know in their possession since like April right and shit and that's just crazy they could have had that video and still you know gave him the two. The two game suspension they gave him, like they only suspended him for the rest of the year because we saw the video. Exactly, it wasn't because of they felt okay, you know. Now it's you know worse. No, and then the fact you actually had the video, and so man, good, good old had was it? Is it Goodell? Mm-hmm. That nigga got to go. Yeah, I saw on uh, Sunday NFL countdown this morning that the way it's set up that. Uh, Roger Goodell, excuse me, being uh being taken out, uh not taken out like killed, but taken out like I mean, <laughs> like assassinated, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, it depends on like an owner vote and like uh some other entity will vote on it. And Adam Schefter was basically saying that based on he has a strong owner support, but he has strong owner support because the revenue of the NFL has gone up. Dramatically under him, so they ain't trying to say their money going exactly. So like they, they might think like, oh yeah, Roger Goodell, he he he's a bitch, but like they're not they're gonna support him publicly because 
he has increased their revenue. So Adam Schefter basically said the odds of Roger Goodell actually being removed from his position are slim to none. And I, it all boils down to like the money because that's the whole point like of why they would overlook the whole Ray Rice situation is because that makes them look bad so they would they lose money on it. So it's not yeah, it's if, not looking good for that just if, from if, financial if, if people if, if fans decided to just start boycotting because of the issue, he'd be out in a minute because that affects that affects revenue. If fans boycotting, I mean money ain't being made, then it'd be an issue. But he said that too. He said like if uh if they part of it has to do with like the um fan reaction and doing what appeases the fans. So he said in that respect that would that would screw Goodell over. But he's like the the major owners, like the the faces of the league type owners, like Jerry Jones and shit like that. Oh, and he's those level guys are publicly backing Goodell. Yep. So he's like saying, like basically, it's not gonna happen, and that sucks. That sucks because I I feel like Goodell been mad shady. But I guess this would be a good time to enter into the whole Ray Rice and Adrian Peterson situations that happened this week. So I guess I, I guess I'll lay out the situation and you can talk about. It. I mean, well, y'all know the situation, but uh, what was it like? A couple few weeks ago, maybe that it came out that uh, Ray Rice did something to to his fiance at the time, and we had the video of him pulling her out the elevator, and he got suspended for two games, and it kind of went away for a minute. But then TMZ leaked. Actually, I think it, TMZ leaked that video. I think Friday, the day that we recorded the last episode, mm-hmm. and it showed what actually happened in the elevator. He gave his fiance like a smooth Floyd Mayweather type hit, knocked her out, and you see her kind of see him kind of like nudge her with his foot, like "bitch, get up." Quick it, was, it was almost like he was just disgusted that she was knocked out. Like, yeah. nigga, did you see what you just did? Right. And then, uh, so the video came out. Justify outrage ensued, and then the NFL reacted like, "Well, shit! Now that everybody else seen it, <laughs> now that everybody's mad, we gotta we gotta take him out." So they, so actually, no. First, the Ravens uh, cut him, and then the NFL indefinitely suspended him. So Ray Rice is done for the season, and basically, the controversy is all about domestic violence and how the NFL reacts to it. And the idea is, like, initially when he got suspended for two games, it was like, well, y'all suspended Josh Gordon the whole season for smoking weed, but you suspended Ray Rice two games for beating his beating his fiance. And now it's like, well, now that we know it, now that we know it, now that we've seen it, you you took him out for the whole season. It was now it's funny with uh, uh, Josh Gordon. You know, uh, since that happened, it was funny. He he was suspended for the year, so he tried. He was going to try to play CFL. They wouldn't allow it, so he was just done. So he, he got that picked, car job at the car dealership. Got the job at the car dealership, but then the NFL was in the process of revamping the uh, the, the, drug the, the drug policy. Yeah. So it went from initially whole season. It went to eight games, but then it ended up going to ten games. Oh, I didn't know it went to 10. Yeah, it went to 10. So it was 8 at first, and it was almost like two days it was like 8. Or maybe even maybe not even that, and then it went to 10 games. But what's great is that other people who had lesser violations are getting lesser t- less time 
I heard um, Wes Welker might be back earlier. Right. For his, uh, he says he was uh, drugged at um, at the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, so he was having a good time. He was popping. He, he, he was, was he popping Molly. Great time. Molly he, and, great time. He, he his pictures just look fun. Like he was having a good ass time. I haven't seen the pictures. Well, I mean, when well, they showed the pictures, like during the Kentucky Derby, when I've ever seen pictures yeah, I of him. Seen them. Okay, um, they show. I think they started showing some now that that whole thing it came up. But he's like he had a good old time. He had fucking uh, stacks of money in his hand and all kind of shit. I thought that <laughs> I thought that there was actually video of him high. Because I saw links, and then I took the links, and it was like Wes Walker's face superimposed over like Trinidad James. Oh, yeah, right, right. I, <laughs> and I was like, damn it, y'all made me think I was about to actually see Wes Walker like high on ecstasy, and it was just like <laughs> the, Trinidad James with like Wes Walker's face. They had a, a vine of it, and it, sh- it, it had a. Uh, did you see the vine of it? Possibly. Where they, where they had him, uh, you know, you know, when Trinidad, you know, James was walking. Yeah, and, you know, walk, they had a vine of him uh, um, moving. It. it was like animated two. It was like two different faces. Oh yeah, that's yeah, what I saw. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it shows Wes Welker's face. Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I saw that one. Um, but but yeah, so now you know uh, he uh, Josh Gordon's for ten games. But then, like I say, Ray Ray Rice is not still out. I guess the biggest the one of the issues I have with that is that. The video shouldn't. This the new video shouldn't change the outcome. The outcome. Excuse me. The outcome. I feel like I'm drinking. I ain't drink shit. The outcome should have been the same from the beginning. The video doesn't change that she's knocked out. It only shows how it happened. Right. It still happened. You know, the outcome is still the same. And that, that's that's the thing that bothers me about the inconsistency they have with you know their their discipline with stuff. You know. Domestic violence shouldn't be tolerated in, in in no sport, no nothing. Period. You know, and you and initially you have guys who smoke weed or drink beer having you know stiffer penalties for a guy that done beat the shit out of his wife. That shit or his fiance at the time, now wife, which I still don't understand um, her marrying her, but. Yeah, I didn't think we could touch on it a little I, bit later. Yeah, I didn't understand that, but you know, um at, it was some you know, we can touch on it later about uh a, it was a a Twitter a, a Twitter friend associate um she she was tweeting cuz she was in a a battery relationship and she had um made the hashtag uh why I stayed. And it was oh, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about, you know, reasons why, you know, it's not that easy to just at a drop of a dime just you know leave a relationship and she ended up the hashtag pretty much went viral she, I saw she ended up on Good Morning America yeah she ended up on Good Morning America uh, with I can't remember the 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 woman who she uh, Robin Robin shit uh, Robin I forget her name um but um, and it was her the, the the chick Robin black chick and it was Doctor Phil, um, so they all talked about it. But yeah, and that kind of gave me Roberts? Robin Roberts. There you go, Robin Roberts, Doctor Phil, and uh, her name is Bev Gooden. So I thought that was pretty cool. I think you know a lot of it's just not as easy for you know women to just you know leave. I remember when I was when I was younger and I you know witnessed you know. My dad, you know, uh, hitting my mom or, you know, and I'll just, 
I didn't understand it at the time. I just figured I was just in a relationship with the, what the hell they did, you know, and then I realized it later on, like, man, he was really just abusing her and shit, you know, so. Right. Wild as hell. Wow. Yeah, the the Ray Rice thing kind of spurred this whole conversation on domestic violence, and we've had, we being like Twitter or black Twitter or whatever, have had the domestic violence conversation on many occasions. But, like, the, the interesting thing about the Ray Rice thing is not as much about Ray Rice specifically, but it's more about how people react to it and the parties involved. Because it was kind of like there are a lot of comparisons being drawn, and it makes for an interesting it makes for an interesting dialogue because you think about like a guy like Ray Rice and his woman, but then you look at like uh, situations where a woman beats a man and how men in general like you you you. There's no way you can really handle that situation. If a woman starts beating on you, you can't hit her back. You gotta leave. Like you can't, you can't really respond in any way. And there were a lot of very, very, we'll just say, interesting uh, opinions on domestic violence and and how people respond to it. And it was kind of, and not just that, but it even actually added what added. A, uh, additional aspect to it is the idea that she ended up marrying him after the fact. So then it gave a whole added uh, aspect to it about how women respond to it and what kind of uh, mentality you have to have as a woman to deal with that and stay. And like the, the dialogues were on one end of the spectrum, incredibly interesting, and the other end of the spectrum, incredibly sad. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I, I, you know, a lot of people had the argument of trying to bring up, you know, Solange in the situation with the whole elevator incident with Jay-Z. And, it's, you know, you just don't... Jay-Z did the best he could do to avoid confrontation. And right. I don't think it was even looked at as far as him being the bigger person. You know, it just kind of went under the, you know, water under the bridge. You know, no one really gave a fuck. You know, no one cares. And she just, you know, pretty much sky free. No one gives a fuck about a woman. Be- but then you have, like, um, are you familiar with uh, the U.S. soccer chick? Uh, Hope. Hope Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went through the message. You know, a, a domestic dispute where, you know what I'm saying, she hit her sister and her nephew, and it's been very little outrage with that. I didn't know. even know about it until yeah. after the Ray Rice thing. Yeah, it was, I think, yeah. your, uh, your boy Steven? Yes. Yeah, he, he had posted it, and I, I heard I heard a little about it, but I didn't hear enough. He posted it, I had to look it up. Yeah, me too. And then I started reading about it, and I'm like, wow, like, why isn't that as big as you know, uh, a Ray Rice incident. You know why? Why? Why does you know why does that get you know a, you know she gets a pass? Although I think it's been um, a lot more attention brought to it as of late. But why? You know why does that happen? You know I just think you know people just need to keep their fucking hands to themselves, no matter what the gender is. That's yeah. really what it boils down to: is nobody needs to be hitting anybody. And I also think that. We as men need to stop using that as an excuse. Like, well, there are these women who've gotten away with hitting guys, and it's like we got to just let that shit go because we have so many double standards that work in our favor. And like, 
it's a double standard. The fact that a man can't hit a woman. A man hits a woman and it's huge outrage, but a woman hits a man and it's like passed over and that's not that big of a deal. And yes, that's not right. But that's a double standard that works in their favor and it's one of the very, very, very few. And I think like women... I mean, I think that... The women most- get the short end of the stick in that regard. So it's like... No, they get the short end of the stick, Period. So, like, the fact that, that the domestic violence thing kind of works in their favor, I'm not really going to complain about that. It's like, okay, if a woman hits a man and nobody gives a shit, and then we hit a woman and it's a big deal, fair enough. Because there's so many fucking things that work in our favor. So, we need to just let that shit go. We can't really compare it. it to me, it's like apples to oranges. Like, we we just got to, like, not even use that as an excuse to... To validate any kind of shit that we do. Like okay well what did she do? Did she hit him first? Like there's a lot of. Did she hit him first? And it's like. It doesn't even fucking matter if she hit nah, him first. Man like. We. It, it really doesn't. And the. the um, there were a lot of other stories too about. Uh, like you said you mentioned Solange and shit. And. Solange hitting Jay-Z man. It, it to put it into a, a whole other perspective is this, again, Steve asked um, if Michael Sam was involved in a domestic dispute since he's gay. And if he got into a, a fight with his, I don't know, boyfriend or husband, I don't know what their situation is. But how would it, how would people respond to that? And I didn't really touch on it on Facebook because I wanted to save it for the podcast. But my thoughts on it are basically the same as what I just said. Like you said, it's wrong. Nobody should be hitting anybody, period. But if Michael Sam, say, he hit his boyfriend or husband or whoever, my thing would kind of be like, it's wrong across the board, but that's not the world we live in. The world we live in is that men can't hit women. And if Michael Sam did that, it wouldn't have, he asked what the what the responses would be like, it, it wouldn't be even comparable. Nobody would give a shit. It would just be two dudes fighting, but like, it, nobody would care. If it, if if it was Michael Sam, it would get it would get publicity because of him. Well, yeah, but I mean, well, but as far as the domestic dispute between you know, uh, as far as gay couples, yeah. uh, gay gay men, you know, beating each other or something like that, it's like it wouldn't get the same coverage as a man hitting a woman, and I'm fine with that. Like I like I I don't think it's right in the sense of like nobody should be hitting anybody, but. I'm like not upset about the idea of like a guy if a guy hits another guy and they're gay and they're in a relationship. It, it, if it doesn't get the coverage or outrage that a man hit a woman gets, so I'm okay did, with that. Right. Like I, it's it's just I don't look at that as a valid a valid argument against a man hitting a woman. Like well, if a man hit a man, then. Uh, that's okay. So, and then bring it back to the man hitting a woman. Like they're not comparable situations. Like what it really boils down to is, man, we can't, man, we can't do that shit, man. And even if you're, especially if you're in the spotlight, man, you can't. And you just think those guys would just realize how much they have to lose, you know, when yeah. that shit happens. That- you're not gonna win. There's no way you can win. It doesn't matter what she did. You can't win. So you need to just. Remove yourself from the situation. If she's wilding out and she's swinging on you, she's calling you all kinds of names, you little dick motherfucker, that's why your mama is a crackhead hitting you, All whatever she can say or do 
to get a rise out of you, you just got to leave the situation. You yeah. just got to dip. I don't. That's a situation where the double standard works in a woman's favor, and you, one, you don't need to be hitting anybody, and two, you're going to lose regardless because of that that double standard. So just just dip. You, you can't deal with it. You shouldn't be hitting her. Just go. Yeah, I, and I think if you if you're in a relationship. With someone that provokes you to the point of you feeling like you got to hit them. They ain't the person you should be with. Exactly. I don't never want to be. I've never been in a relationship where I felt I needed to. She was going to do something that prompted me to like, man, I want to smack the shit out of her. Like, no. I've I, never. I, no. Yeah. I've never felt the need that. The only way I can see me feeling that way is if I physically observe a woman, like, blow my son's shit out. Like, she, like... Just punch him in the face like I'll call my son's six and it's like a grown ass woman and she just blow his shit out. Cause I don't agree with the idea that there's never uh never a sit scenario where a woman could deserve to be hit, because if that happened, she got it coming. Like if I see a woman like knock my son out, some shit, she got it coming. But that don't mean it's to be done. Right. Like right. that's a situation where it's like, okay, she in theory, deserves it, but that's not a situation where, I, like, that's not for me to be doing. Like, that's not. I gotta be better than that. I can't just go blow her shit out. Nah. Like, that's a situation I, where I gotta file charges. I, I gotta, I, you know, go the right, do it the right way. I don't think there is. There's not too many people that's uh, that's not deserving of something. You know, somebody there's may no be deserving scenario. of. It. There's no scenario where I can say, "Yeah, you're not deserving of your ass." Exactly. Boy. There's no scenario you just where you're not deserving. You shouldn't do it. Exactly. There's some, yeah. There's no scenario where you should do it. There's scenarios where somebody can be deserving, but there's no scenario where you should do it. You just got to handle it better, and you just have to take into account that like it just the rules just don't work that way. You just you just can't do it. And he his dumb ass in a casino. There are cameras. In the fucking toilet bowl at a casino. You can't do shit in a casino. Like, I don't understand why he thought that this might be a good look. And I saw people say, well, he didn't knock her out. He hit her, and then the rail knocked her out. How the Are fuck did she hit the rail? Me? Right, how did she Are hit the rail? Are serious? Like, I, I can't believe I heard shit like that. Well, the rail knocked her out. Get the fuck out of here, dog. Like, really? Like, you can't even, like, enter into a court of law and say some shit like that. It's like a situation where, like... There was that dude in New York who uh, he got slapped or hit or whatever, and he he fell back and hit his head and died from the head, you know, the head trauma. Whoever that person was is gonna get Whoever, charged for that, right? That's you killed this dude, and like it's 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 no situation where you could act like, well, he had to come. All I did was slap him, or all I did was punch him. Like, well, he ended up dead, so you're fucked. So you shouldn't have threw the punch in the first place. And it's the same thing with this. Like, you can't. You just can't do that shit, man. And, like, these these arguments that kind of try to justify what Ray Rice did, it's wild, man. Like, oh, no, I don't know. I'm kind of glad that we're, you're, you're, we're seeing these people like uh, Paul George and Floyd, you know. And Paul George fucking said, like, if you if she don't care, then uh, then why should we kind of? He didn't say that, but that was the gist that's of kinda, it. That's kind of what he inferred. To yeah, it. that's what he. This that was the gist of it. Like if she if she if she let it go, then why are we still harping on it? Yeah. Like I, I'm I'm glad I'm 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 kind of glad that these people are really exposing themselves. So you know what the fuck they're thinking. You know I. So I just know who not to root for. I you know I know who <laughs> I know who's fuck boys. You know so. Um, 
Do you see a future for Ray Rice in the NFL or in football? I think I think yeah. I I think it's going to be a season, maybe two. Um, but I don't know. The general public, be, um, you know, becomes forgiving after a while. You know, people forgave. You know, Mike Vick, and if white people can, yo, I thought that was an interesting comparison. Yeah, because yeah. they was like, well, Mike Vick got came back, and I don't think that's a valid comparison. Well, I think it's a comparison as far as him being accepted. Because I'm like, yeah, if white people can accept Mike Vick for killing dogs, which are their sacred animal. You know, I think people can, you know, he's going to have to do a lot of fucking PR, a lot of fucking ass kissing, forgiving. But I think he can, you know, it depending on how he, how he maneuvers this next year or so, I think he can, you know... Hell, Chris Chris Brown is back popping. But that's the thing that I was just about to mention that. But the difference is we we don't have video of him beating on Rihanna. So like, but it still happened. It's kind of like the it's kind of like the results. You know, you knew that he knocked Ray Rice knocked her out. You know what I'm saying? But you didn't see it into them. But you knew the end result. I just I don't I see the video. It's just so crazy. I mean, I get it. It's 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 proof. It's unadulterated proof. But, but the video makes it real for people. And it's like when you're talking about if we're talking about people accepting a person back into society or back into their life in the sense of like I'm going to take in this person's art or this person's sport like it's different if you've seen it because like it doesn't change what happened like it's yeah. wrong on all I mean, accounts but it, if I, you compare Chris Brown to Ray Rice Chris Brown Chris Brown beat Rihanna Ray Rice hit his wife two things they're equal they're both equally Horrible, but if you're looking at at it from a perspective of a fan, right? If you're a Chris Brown fan and you haven't actually seen him beat Rihanna, it's easier for you as a fan to kind of like eventually accept him back. But if you're a Ray Rice person and you've seen him do that, it's not as easy for you to accept him back. Yeah, it's not a it's not a conversation about which one is more wrong. It's a conversation about how the people perceive it. Yeah. So if they perceive it, if, when you can see it, like it's going to be hard for you to recover when your fans or when the public has seen it because they're going to take it differently. But yeah, it's the same crime, but it's going to be perceived differently by the people who've seen it. I mean, I, I think if if Chris Brown probably would have been even more in the clear if if Rihanna didn't have the bruises that she had. So I think that stuck with a lot of people because you obviously saw her face. You saw what happened with her or whatever. I just think when people are convicted and, you know, and, you know, morally by the public, you know, it hurts. I think it hurts people. I mean, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather went to jail. One of the richest fucking sports guys in the world didn't have enough money to keep his ass in jail from beating a girlfriend or something. Still went to jail. But... I guess, like you say, if it was video, it might have hurt him more. It would have hurt, you know, the you know the the boxing industry and all of that nature, you know. But you know, to me, I think that that shows that that speaks volumes that a guy with so much money can't pay enough people to stay out of jail, even for the short time he was in there, like three months or some shit like that. He couldn't pay enough people to stay out of jail and still went. So I would have thought that that would stuck stuck with people a lot more, but. I don't know. I think it's gonna hit harder. It, it's starting yeah. to hit harder now, which is which is good. But the thing about Ray Rice is what's funny is that we speak no about Jim. intended though. Like <laughs> that was. <stupid. laughs> like, that was I can't let that slide. Like, 
I did that. It never even crossed my mind. It never it hit crossed. me late, but I was like, "You really just say it's gonna hit harder?" <laughs> like, Man, I was yeah. so, that was so not on purpose. Uh, wow, yeah. Damn, that just threw me off. Who was I even talking? Ray Rice's quotes were like that. Like, I, I don't remember what exactly no, he said, but his whole speech was full of shit that you don't say if you just hit somebody. Like, yeah, it just had a stronger impact on her than it did on me. Like, yeah, we like, know. Yeah, we get it. We know. We, we watched it. hit me so hard. Like, no, like, I don't remember what he said, but it was shit like that. The Ravens had a, someone retweeted, uh, and this is, I think this is this is much before the, the incident. The, the Ravens Twitter account had uh, tweeted, what a hit by uh, Ray Rice. And it was a, it was in a game that was like, Last year or some shit. And I'm right. like, so in context of what's going on. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think now it's starting, you know, push a lot more. I think, you know, from now, you, you, you're not going to be able to, you know, act, you know, hit on your spouse or anybody for that matter. And after this being, you know, it's, it's not going to be taken lightly. And it shouldn't be taken lightly. It shouldn't have took the video. It shouldn't have. Uh, you know, to, to, to become um, what it has become. Um, it seems but, they were way more reactionary than actually like giving. Fuck a fuck yeah, nobody. Yeah, people just you know people didn't really. I don't get. I, mean, I guess people cared enough that they wanted more. You know, more of a penalty for Ray Rice. You know, when it was the two games, if he would have got suspended for eight games, ten games for the season when it first happened, you know, that would have showed that you know it's not going to be tolerated. But you know, when it comes, you know, less lesser charges. Also, he has no criminal charges. They say when it when that whole thing happened, he went into a plea, which would exonerate him of all charges, and he went some kind of some kind of counseling or some shit. Hmm. So like, why wasn't he charged? Especially if the police saw that video of him clearly hitting her. He has no fucking criminal charge for that at all. So I'm like, wow. When I when I saw that, I was like, and I and I didn't even think about it until I think. Um, it was I was watching uh was Adam Schefter uh, Schefter Schefter uh has spoke about it and I think he's been like the most vocal person Adam Schefter was sick about that shit Yeah he's been the most vocal person about this for you know and it's I mean it's it's good stuff that you know a guy that you know works so closely with the NFL isn't afraid to you know speak about how bad the NFL has, you know, he's like, I don't work for y'all motherfuckers, you know, but he's been on ESPN and, you know, he was, he was grilling their ass. I, I read this, I was reading, kind of looking through Twitter this morning and I think ESPN had invited Ray Lewis on to talk about abuse. I'm like, y'all realize he killed the guy? Right. <laughs> like, how can you bring that guy on of all people? Oh, did you, also, did you see um, that, I think it's the Monday Night Game, that they canceled Rihanna's performance? No, nah, I know that. So, uh... Wait, our Monday Night Game? Or, like, tomorrow? No, it was... No, I'm sorry. It was Sunday Night's Game. Oh, okay. Believe it, I believe it was Sunday Night's Game. I don't know if somebody's going to correct me on the, on SoundCloud, as they do every week. Not on SoundCloud. Probably on, on Twitter. Yeah. You're going to get hit with a well, actually. Well, right, right, right. But I think it was a, it may have been a Sunday night. Sunday night game was on NBC. One of those stations where she was supposed to perform, and NFL or CBS, uh, the station took her off saying they didn't think it would be, basically said it wouldn't be a good look. How? She got, she the one got beat. Right, that's so why I say she's, she was the victim. Like, <laughs> what's that got to do with anything? Right, I guess their whole, I don't know if their whole thing was like, you know, 
through all this de- domestic disputes, now we have a person who was beat to sing the national anthem. I, I thought it would be a good thing, if anything. Yeah, that's all. Like, if anything, that's a good thing, especially since y'all playing the Ray Rice video. Whenever, whenever you get the opportunity, you will play the Ray Rice video or in the elevator, but Rihanna can't perform. Man, that doesn't make sense. So, um, yeah. Well, until we uh, before this next topic, we're well, say- well, before we move to the next topic, though, like another aspect of this shit that was crazy to me is the reactions to his wife, because like that is a whole that's a whole different topic too. Like the you whole do- idea of like what you do if you know you get hit like that and you stay, and like the reactions to her. And her reactions are she, a new story in and of itself. Right, she, she came to his defense, and she's pissed at she's pissed at TMZ. Right, it's our fault. Yeah, it's our fault that like, we that it's we our fault for being outraged we, that she got hit. Right, we, it's our fault that we you know we we was on your side, but you know, right. obviously, yeah, like you're mad at us for caring that you got hit. What the fuck? And like, man, it almost it almost makes you not want to have sympathy for a woman like that. Yeah, it really it's, does, it's, but I can't. I, 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 the morals in me. I, I'm gonna continue to you know feel for her, no matter if she feels that you know we ruined her and her husband's life because she's in a potential. If he doesn't change, she's in a potential uh, abusive marriage now. And you know if that guy doesn't you know change to the point where he's not doing any physical abuse, she can fuck around being up being dead, right? And he also like. It's like part of you says, like, well, why would I feel bad for somebody who will come to the defense of the guy that hit her? But then also, to take it on a deeper level, you look at it like you feel more bad for her because she's that, uh, not not delusional, but she's that uh, accustomed to it or that jaded or that, like, she is fucking delusional of the situation or that condition that she would be, that she would come to his defense. Like, that's... So usual for her that she would just be like, "Well, you know, don't don't fuck up what I got going on." Like it's like, really? That's how you look at that? And in other situations, it can make you feel worse for her because you feel like there's something seriously wrong there. Yeah, and uh, with her, I was reading a lot of the the why I stay hashtags, and you know, a lot of them was saying, you know, I, I thought that he would just he wouldn't do it again, that he would get better, and you know that you know. That was just a one-time thing, or the mistake, and, you right. know. Or I provoked him to do that, which which uh, the wife did tweet about saying that she basically you know provoked him to do what he did to her. So it was like she was a victim blaming herself, right? For you know, and you know that that's just so fucked up. I just that mentality is real sad. Like it's like part of you wants to be mad at her, but part of you feels pity for her, like. I feel yeah. total pity for her, man, because, you know, I mean, who's to say, you know, Ray Rice could totally turn his life around and he could never hit that woman again, but it it, it could go how it's been going, and there's no telling, you know, when he, man, when he dragged, when he hit her and dragged her out of that, that elevator, it was almost like he had been there before, like, that shit just doesn't happen, you know, yeah. it just was so, I mean... And they say they were drunk, and he usually doesn't drink and doesn't want to drink because that stuff happened to you. But he, it was just too much. It just seemed too familiar. Yeah, his for me the 
Like, when he hit her, that was bad. But for me, the worst part of the video was after she was knocked out, the way he kind of nudged her with his foot. Because that, to me, suggested that, like, this was commonplace. Like, he's used to this. And it's kind of like, all right, quit fucking around, get up. And it's like, that that suggested to me that this is commonplace. And, like, that was like, for me, that was almost more fucked up than actually hitting her. Because, like... The care. You, he can't, care. you can't really say, like, I, that might have been a one-time if, thing. That made it look like that That's that's the ordinary. Right. I, now, say if he, if he he hit her, she falls down, and automatically he just breaks down. Like, you know, you can see him visibly upset with himself. And he he's drops trying on to, his knees. He drops, he's trying, he's to, trying shake to shake her, her to help her up. You know, it doesn't, ex- it, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't excuse what he did, but it at least showed the guy has some fucking compassion. You know, he, he recognized immediately that he made a mistake and, you know, wanted to try to rectify it or, you know, make sure she was okay. Exactly. But it was just, you know, dragging her out. Did you, there was a, some editorial from some, some guy posted a comic and it showed, um, it was, it was a guy that was supposed to be Goodell and he was holding the elevator open. And it showed Ray Rice dragging her out, like, saying, thanks. Man. You know, it's just, yeah. <clears throat> so, we're going to take a quick quick uh, restroom break. and uh, Intermission. And we'll, we'll be back in a moment. And we're back. So. With significantly emptier bladder. Right. <laughs> so. In the latest of uh, sports, um, we'll continue with sports. The Hawks owner uh, decided to want to sell part of um, his stake in the team because of a, a racist, he calls it a racist email that he had written some time ago. And now, did you, did you ever read the letter? Yeah, I read it. I didn't think it was racist. I thought it was ignorant to think that blacks couldn't afford certain seats or whatever, but I didn't think it was racist. I, he he's tried to sell his stake in the Hawks years ago and couldn't, so I just felt that it was just a fucking a ploy to just sell his shit. I mean, you see how much money you know the Clippers uh, past owner got for you know his bullshit. He he didn't lose. He got fucking two million dollars for some shit that you know he doesn't even have to interact in anymore. Yeah, I didn't even think it was ignorant. I thought it was like I don't even want to say in poor taste because he didn't think anybody was going to see it. I felt like it was like real ass business talk because when I read it, I thought like, well, everything I read it, I thought like it was kind of true. Like if I looked at it from the perspective of a business owner. I thought, like, okay, if you're the Hawks owner, right, and you are looking for a way to improve your season ticket sales, you're going to look and say, okay, so what do we got to do to improve our season ticket sales? All of our season ticket sales are currently, like, say, rich white dudes. How do we make it so that we expand out of that? And all his points were kind of like, okay, we're catering to black folks, but black folks can't really afford season tickets. And the idea... Isn't so much like black folks are poor, but the fact of the matter is like black folks can't really afford season tickets like white folks can. And that's not to say that black folk there's there are no black folks who can afford season tickets, but to me to compare the two, there's far more affluent white people than there is affluent black people. That's just like facts. Like that's just how it is. 
So his idea was like, if we're catering to a market that can't afford season tickets, how do we fix that? And so like I didn't look at that as like racist. I just looked at it as like, well, he's looking at it sensibly. Like, okay, well, we're catering to a market that can't afford season tickets, and we want to increase season tickets. So I never, I didn't really look at it as. I didn't see anything wrong with it, honestly. It's not like he was like, niggas is broke. Like, we, we can't stop. We got to stop fucking with these black folks. I just look at it as like, okay, well, we're catering to black folks, and black folks can't buy the season tickets, so we're kind of, we kind of got to figure this shit out. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I still hold effect. It, 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 yeah, I mean, it's business, but I mean, whatever the case is, it ain't racial to the point where he, he, he should be, he should be given a pass to sell the team. He couldn't sell the team before, you know, whatever the case. You know, this shouldn't be a reason for that, though. I don't know what the process is. The process for normally, you know, for a normal process of selling your team, your stake or something like that. But I didn't deem that as uh, racist, though. I, just yeah, I didn't see just anything out. in it that was anti-black people. I looked at it as like, the only part about it that I felt kind of weird was when he said something like, uh, like, the kiss cam is too black or something like that. I thought, okay, I was like, well, he could have not said that or he could have at least, I don't know. I don't know. I felt the way about that, but for the most part, I just felt like all he was saying was like, it's, you know, we're just, we got rappers performing. We got, uh, what else did he say? He says about rappers. He said about like concerts after the fact. And, uh, he mentioned something else that was like had nothing to do with race. It was just kind of like this is kind of who we're catering to is to the hip hop crowd. He talked about like the vast majority of the people that come. He said something like seventy percent of the people that come is black, and like it. He wasn't saying it in the in the idea of like that that was a problem. Like seventy percent of people who come are black. We need to change that. We need to make it less black people. It wasn't like that. It was kind of it was just like most of the people who come are black. We play hip hop music. We have rap concerts afterwards. We, we have do all the stuff for the Negroes, and they do. don't buy season tickets. And they're not going to buy season tickets. And the fact of the matter is, like, we can't afford. They they can't afford it. So we're doing all this shit to appease them, but they can't afford to buy season tickets. So we want to increase our season tickets. We can't be thinking like we're going to cater to black folks who can't afford it. And like that makes perfect sense to me. Like I I, I get that. Like it. I, that's how it is. Yeah, I, so, didn't, I didn't read I know when I go to Pistons games, I don't see a bunch of black folks on the fucking uh, court side and shit like that. It's mainly white folks there. It's mainly white folks in the stadium, period. And I just, I don't know. I thought there was a whole lot of outrage for it that wasn't really justified. I felt like he was just talking, he was just talking technical business and he just happened to mention black people. But that's the thing, though. He didn't say anything it, negative. He didn't say anything bad about black people. It was the thing. Is, it wasn't even outrage, though. It wasn't no real outrage of it. You know, you, uh, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. It was a small. I guess my point. The point of I was. I guess I was trying to. I was. My point is he didn't say nothing bad about black people. Yeah, and I, I mean, he just talked about demographics and the, the type of people that they catered to. I think he, he even could have even could have dealt with the, uh, the demographic thing. Uh, maybe less. Is frank as he did, but it was in a, a business email, exactly. And you know, you know that that's what he needed to convey. He needed to convey. I guess my point is that that wasn't enough to deem it him deeming it racial to sell. That you know, it just wasn't that way, right? I just don't, you know. Like I said, I don't know what the process is. If a, if a guy wants to sell his stakes, what do you have to go through to sell it? Like, why would he need to 
to label what he did as racist to be a sale. Like, what is the? I don't understand the processes of how do you sell a team or sell your stakes. Like, why do you have to use an out as you calling yourself, you know, racist or whatever? Because it really wasn't. You know, I I don't think it was racist at all. I don't think all. it was at all. So I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot of misplaced outrage about that. I think it's, it's almost like a white man talking about black people is like a, a pass to go off. Like, it's just like, well, let's just get mad. He says something about black people, let's just get mad. And like I said, there was nothing negative about black people in that email. Yeah, nobody... It, yeah, and it's just like... The, it wasn't even like a big outrage. I mean, you had something... I mean, it was a small percentage of people really talking about, you know, that. Like I say... Um, and I didn't read. I didn't read all of it. So you read a lot more than I do. So I, 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 would, I could definitely, um, I'll go back. You know what you're, what you're saying. But I, from what I had read and skimmed, I was just like, I, maybe a little weirdly frank. But I mean, it definitely ain't racist. Though. It's definitely something that you don't want to leak to the public. But like I said, he just said some real shit in a business email about some business shit and. It, it just, it I didn't just, think the email was bad, but it just raised the fact that it came, he put it out himself. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't like I, shady. Yeah. I could see if he outed him. I mean, I could see if someone else outed him or leaked the letter or the email, but he did it. Like, are you just telling on yourself or some shit you didn't do? You know, and now you're able to claim it as you know you're pulling a is a Sterling rule or something now yeah. or some some dumb shit. Yeah, I don't know. I think he might have just either he like you said he was just trying to sell the team or somebody else was like if you don't if you don't say it I will so he just had to put it out there but yeah, yeah. well yeah, I, I mean it's far more people than Sterling that has racist views in the in a, the NBA I would assume um, but yeah that that was just some dumb shit I I didn't really think it was you know some race shit anyway I think he just wanted to get rid of. <clears throat> get rid of the team. So, whatever. What else you had? Um, so the other day, um, <laughs> I was taking uh, Michael to school, and I was walking out, and I was like really, really, really close to another dad, and he had uh, a couple kids with him. He dropped one kid off, and I, he had two uh, younger than school age kids with him, and. <laughs> He was like really, really, really close to me, like way closer than you should be when you we're both exiting the school. And he was like going over the top. He was like, uh, the daughter says something like, "Hey, Dad, can we do this?" He's like, "Yeah, we can do it, you little snookums. You're my best girl, my best girl in the world." All this like mad extracurricular shit. And I was wondering, I was like, "Is he doing this for my benefit?" Because I, I almost felt like I was in like a dad competition at that moment. Like, are we competing to see who loves our kid the most? <laughs> And, like, I thought that was, like, mad crazy. I'm, like, is there really a, like, uh, a lifestyle where it's, like, you see another dad and you got to kind of prove that you love your kid more than they love theirs? Because I see that kind of, I don't want to say I see it a lot, but I see, like, a lot of, like, uh, boasting, I guess. And not just boasting, like, I do this with my kid, but I do this with my kid and other parents don't. Or I do this with my kid, even though it's a huge sacrifice to me. And I'm like, it makes me wonder, like, is there like a unspoken dad competition that I'm not aware of? I I don't know. You 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 could probably tell me if I'm, I'm I'm off base or not. But I think if if you have to 
pull this competition fake, you know, stance when you're around other parents, you're probably not that parent as you think you are. Yeah. Like, you know, you you you, you know the you know the relationship you have with your kids, you know. Um, and that's go that's gonna be the same whether you're in public or not. If you're around other kids and other parents and you feel you need to add extra shit, you're probably not doing it on the regular. You're only doing it for the show of, you know, other parents and other that shit. You just you're not the parent you should be anyway, so maybe you should just practice that shit when you with the kid, you know, on your <laughs> own versus, right. you know, trying to show out for public. You know, that just seems it is it's just a cry cry for attention. Yeah, I thought that was mad weird. I was like, it seems like he's doing the most right now. Like, is this for my benefit or for your kid's benefit? Like, are you showing off your parenting skills to me or to them? It, it, it's kind of on the subject, but not really. It, I was in, I went to my nephew nephew's football game last week. And so I went to the concession stand to get me a, to get a water. And so I'm standing in line. And it's a, a, a dad in front of me. And it's his son, you know, right next to him holding his hand. So, I guess he had let go of his dad's hand, and he was looking at some other stuff. And next thing I know, I feel this hand grabbing my fingers. And I look down, and I see the kid. He's holding my hand. I guess he was thinking that he thought I was his dad. Mm -hmm. So, I felt it grab. Now, I looked, and I was like, but I almost wanted to, like, get off my hand. (laughs) But, you know, I was so, like, shocked. And I kind of just, I kind of pulled my, I was pulling my hand away. And he was holding on to my like my pinky, my other finger and shit. And I, as soon as I started pulling away, I was about to tap the dad like, you know, hey, this is you know, this is weird. You know, I'm not <laughs> trying to likes me more, right? Than you. Right. You I'm not, about this. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, I'm not trying to steal your kid, dog. Right, I'm you like, gotta be shitty because he he just met me. He likes me. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, so I started pulling away. As soon as I'm about to tap, he looked down like. Hey, they ain't, they ain't, you know, they ain't my hand, blah, 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 you know, so it was, it, it was all lighthearted, but that was the weirdest shit, man, because he grabbed my hand like he knew me and shit, that look, I mean, he, I guess he was grabbing because he looked the way, what happened was, when he, we moved up in line, so, I was where his dad was the last moment he had turned around. Okay. So he just went to reach back to grab his hand, and he scrolls my fingers hard as hell, like, you know. I was pops. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not the dad. And matter of fact, I don't even. <laughs> it was just weird as fuck. I just couldn't, you know, imagine being out. And I just grab another man's hand of a kid. And I'm like, oh wait, you're you're not dad. Like, <laughs> shit was crazy, man. Did, um, man, I was. Did you ever experience the uh, wild parents at the, uh, your kid's football game? Like loud, obnoxious, like. Yeah, that's real. Dude, they that shit. take the sports shit too seriously. Oh man, yeah, that's, that's real. That shit is so crazy. I've seen parents go off on their kid. I've seen parents who, well, I don't know if they cussed it, but it, it felt like cussing, like borderline cussing out their kid for like not doing whatever it is they're supposed to do on some sports shit. Dude, I, I've heard I've heard full fledged cursing, dude. Full like parent last, last uh, Saturday, I was at my nephew game and he plays. They're like ten and eleven year olds or some shit, and all I hear is is a uh, it was a, you can see the player went bad, and all I hear is behind me is play some fucking defense, Deontay. I'm like, what <laughs> Deontay. the fuck, dude? Like, are you serious? Like, why are you screaming at this kid like that? That shit didn't make no sense to me. 
It makes sense to me because I heard Deontay, so I already know. <laughs> Deontay fucking up. Right, I already know what's going on. Dude, I'm like, dog, that's wild as hell. Like, why Why are you talking to this kid like that? Man, that shit was nuts, man. I, yeah. Niggas gonna nig. Nick, niggas is gonna nig. They gonna nig. They gonna nig at sporting games. They gonna, they gonna nig at whatever, right? I mean, they're fucking kids, man. Let them enjoy themselves. I'm fucking screaming at them for a misplay or some shit. I'm like, man, that shit was crazy. Trip me the fuck out, man. They gonna nig regardless. Even, I mean, if even if it's not a pee wee football game, they like, don't need. I, like I don't never, I, I never chastise my nephew at a game. Like you know, I cheer him, but I'm like, like damn, you missed, you missed the tackle. The fuck's wrong with you? Right, 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 <laughs> man. But shit, man, those those parents, man. I remember last year, no, it was two years ago when he played, and he was this was he was young. He's like eight, and it was the, the younger teens play first, and then like the older teens play, you know, later in the day. So it was like. 9.30 I'm at this game And I see one of the parents sitting, um, Standing behind us Drinking beers and shit It was just Just mad niggatry man Just crazy I had a um, I had a couple other topics That I wanted to discuss But I feel like at this point It could turn into something really long So I'm not, I think I want to save it for next week But um, I saw something in one of the emails First off, I want to shout out the people who sent us emails that, uh, you know, in response who just took the question. effort to email, period. Like, I, I appreciate the fact that people will respond to the emails. I mean, not respond to the emails, respond to the podcast. Like, so we got an email from Sophia. We got an email from uh, William, my boy that I went to Wayne State with. We get emails from Garden now. We get emails from Kellen. All that shit. Like, so I want to shout out y'all out for sending us emails. But, um... Sophia has a paragraph in her email that I found interesting. She said, uh, while you guys... Well, she was responding to my rant last week about dirty-ass white motherfuckers not washing their hands and shit when they leave the bathroom. Dirty duck feet having motherfuckers. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to start again. But uh, she said, while you guys have a problem with the white guys not washing their hands, the ladies have the issue of people not washing their hands, not flushing the toilet, and throwing, water, throwing paper on the floor in the bathroom. The culprits are not the people on our floors, the people who visit. It's an automatic toilet flush for one. If you walk out and don't hear anything, it's a matter of turning around and wave your hand, blah, blah. But the purpose of me reading that portion of the email is that I'm kind of curious to what women have to go through. Because I've heard in my job, like, there's a lot of people who talk about, like, that the the women bathroom is, like, Nasty way more vulgar fuck, I hear, than I hear we can think. I like to get some emails about what people have seen in a in a woman's bathroom because I've heard all kinds of shit about like bloody ass tampons just sitting in the toilet and we're not flushing them down. Have you ever been in a woman's bathroom? No. Okay, so <laughs> I went to I went to, I when, I went to when I went to Vegas. When, well, when I went to Vegas a few years ago, I don't know. I wasn't paying up then. I was probably uh, drinking from the time I got up anyway, but. The one restaurant I was having brunch at, go to the bathroom, and I had to take a shit like like crazy. So I go in the stall. I'm not even paying attention that there's it's no urinals in there. I sit down, you know, uh, put my seat condom down, whatever. Seat condom, I love that <laughs> shit. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> and 
I'm All these niggas sitting raw. Right, right. Yeah. We got sweet. Like, I'm, I'm strapped bitch. up in this motherfucker. <laughs> right. So I put it down, and you know I'm using the bathroom, and I and I'm looking at feet come in, and I'm seeing like feminine shoes. I'm like, <laughs> damn, maybe that. And then I look, and I see it's a little trash can attached to the in the. And at that point, I'm like, fuck, I'm in a women's bathroom because I'm assuming the trash cans for like women depositories or whatever right. that shit. Luckily, I guess in Vegas, maybe because it was a clean bathroom, but I couldn't imagine I go into a bathroom and I see some fucking bloody tampon in a fucking toilet or blood or some shit hanging or some crazy shit like that. That would freak me the fuck out, man. Yeah. Ugh. When I first started, they when I first started my job, I heard there was a uh, where the team leaders actually held a whole meeting just for the women on our floor to discuss the condition of the bathrooms. And, like, I don't know what she said. I just know that a meeting took place. But it makes me... I'm curious about what women see in the bathroom. Because I I, I went on my whole rant last week about what what I've seen. And I'm curious to, to know what women have seen. So, like, the... All three of you women who listen to, <laughs> who listen to this podcast... No, I don't know how many women listen, but I think it's more than three. But... I'd be interested, like, hit us up on an email, because I'm kind of curious about what women see in the bathrooms. Because it's, they seem, as bad as I was last week, I've heard women who sound way more appalled by what they've seen in a, in a woman's bathroom than what I've seen. So I'm kind of curious to see what they say. Well, I hope we get some decent answers, because I'm, I'm actually curious. Well, I've heard some stories, so I'm hoping, hoping we get some decent stories from it. Yeah, I hope so, too. So, I want to talk about that next week, and then I have a I have some tweets that I kind of want to read off, but and I wanted to do it this week, but in all honesty, we're at like an hour and a half coming up, creeping up on an hour and a half, and like I'm like mad cold, mad tired, so I feel like we kind of need to wrap this one up and save this for next week because what I what I wanted to touch on, I want to touch on it like, wait, wait. My boy Cam has been dogging me out for saying touch on for like <laughs> for these fucking podcasts. And I'm like, man, I'm so fuck. I, I've never noticed it. He talked about it like, man, I need to stop saying touch on because like it sounds like man, like groping niggas and shit. Like I want to touch on people and shit. Like no, so I, I need to start saying I want to talk about because I, I, I told him I was like, I'm never gonna say touch on again. Just just now, I said like three times and like. It was, yeah, two seconds. And now that he said it, I, yeah, you did. Like it was a few. Yeah, times I was like, I want to touch on this. I want to touch on that. And I'd be like, Oh, does you got anything you want to touch on? And he'd be like, Yeah, dicks. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> nigga, like no, no, not really. Um, <laughs> now I want to go back and listen to other Titties, episodes nigga. to see. To see. Like, no, uh, I want to. I want to do the, the touch on count. I think if y'all went back and listened to how much I say touch on, y'all might be appalled because, like, from what he says. <laughs> It, I say it a lot. Like, hey, let's touch on this. Let's touch on that. Like, I'm just talking about, like, touching shit. And it's crazy because, like, based on my rant from last week, y'all know I don't like touching on shit. So, <laughs> I want to, uh, I need to stop saying touch on. Untouch but, um, on. I wanna t- <laughs> next week, I want to talk about this tweet that I saw that, uh, I don't know, it, it, it made me feel away, man. I'm not, I'm not really happy about it. So, I want to talk about it tonight, but... We running late. Well, not running late, but we already about an hour and a half. And uh, I feel like if I start talking about it, 
it's gonna it's gonna tag an extra half hour on. I'm not opposed to a two hour podcast, but I'm like mad cold right now, and I gotta get up at six at two in the morning. We could yeah, it's two o'clock right now. I gotta get up at six. Like I'm uh, I'm gonna save it for next week. But um, so yeah, hit us up with emails about like women seeing the bathrooms. If you have any uh, additional thoughts about what women have to go through in regard to domestic violence, hit us up. Um, with the Adrian Peterson story about uh, you know get you know beating kids because I saw a lot of I saw a whole lot of people on Twitter like oh, I, I got beat all the time you know they they were comparing it to like spankings and shit like that like lightweight shit I mean and, it, like I, I got spankings when I was a kid but it ain't got shit to do with I, I never walked away with welts I never got you know I never had cuts I never got hit in the dick by accident I mean clearly you know, the, the, the shit that, that Adrian shit that Peterson did that was clearly abuse now right. you know I've had whippings I've had you know discipline that wasn't you know being whooped or whatever but that was clearly abuse I mean right from so what I've seen that's definitely not you know mistaken you know uh, whoopings you know whippings to abuse because that was clearly. A, Clearly abused. Yeah, but. whippers and spankers don't leave. Somebody tweeted something like, "If you have bruises or cuts or welts or something like that the next day, then your parents went too hard." And like, I, I yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree with that. Like that, he he was doing the most. If if what I saw or and read is true, that he was doing the most. He was doing a little bit too much. So, um, any any stories you guys have about? Uh, uh, being disciplined by parents because I mean I, spank, I, I spanked my son but I spanked him like early and it only happened like two or three times and he's incredibly well behaved but I don't draw the correlation between spanking and being behaved because there's a lot of people who are like well I got spanked as a kid and I see y'all who didn't a while and out so that just shows that, that just goes to show that Spanking is effective and blah, blah, blah. I don't think there's a correlation between the two. I think there's plenty of perfectly well-behaved adults who did not get spanked as Oh, kid. yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to say spanking is the, the way to raise your kid if you want to be... I mean, if you want your kid to be a respected member of society who's who's good and well-behaved. I, I don't see a correlation I think that there, are, there are multiple ways that you can raise a kid versus, this, you know, whippings or, you know... Uh, verbal discipline or whatever whatever you do that that's a, that's possible I guess so. I got whoopings I just didn't want to say it I, like people might not know what whoopings mean because I didn't say I I didn't get whippings I got whoopings so I didn't yeah. know what I I didn't want to say whoopings because I didn't know I didn't know if everybody would you know what I was talking <laughs> about but uh, yeah like I I'm interested to get responses about what people feel about. Uh, Dis- disciplining kids, like as far as spankings and whippings or whoopings and all that shit, how that goes. So hit us up with any emails you got with that about that topic. Hit us up with any uh, women who uh, have any feelings about the uh, idea of, of women hitting on men. Because really, don't write us about don't don't ask don't write us about uh men beating on women. We're all we're all on the same page. It's fuck shit. Don't worry don't worry about that. We're all on the same page. Like so but if you have a different perspective, hit us up in that regard. And um I don't know, you have anything else to add? Nah, I'm uh I'm just hoping we get some, some good input. I mean hopefully we're gonna push it on the uh the Twitter page and um uh, Facebook. 
and hopefully we get some decent input that we can uh, share next week. So I'm 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 pretty confident y'all won't let me down and shit. So. I'm not. I think y'all will. <laughs> uh, I have very little faith in y'all, but yeah, you know, if we can get like two or three emails, I'll be pleasantly surprised. So yeah. All right. Well, do that. See y'all niggas next week. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.